Hello, I'm Sam, and this is my political podcast, hosted with my father, Tim, and my mother, Maggie. In a recent dinner, my dad had brought up the topic of stimulus checks, because the new ones we are expected to be coming very soon. So I thought this would be a great topic we could discuss over our podcast. I think it would be great if you guys could introduce yourselves and maybe give some background, such as where you work or how this pandemic has been uh, treating slash affecting you. Thank you very much, Sam, for this opportunity to talk with you about this interesting and very impactful topic. Um, My name is Maggie, like Sam said. I am his mom, and I am also a teacher, and I work in Waukee Public Schools, and I teach in the middle school, sixth grade language arts, and so I am a mom, and I am a teacher. And this uh, pandemic has uh, definitely affected me. Um, We uh, certainly have been, had to change our lives and adjust our lives. And at home, uh, personally and professionally, I have had to adjust the way that I have conducted my work as a teacher. So working with the pandemic in person with students and then also learning to be an online teacher. And as a mom, learning to help my kids with school as online students. So, and it's just affected our lives in other ways as well that we'll get to probably a little bit later. And this is Tim. Uh, Thanks for having me, Sam. Uh, Looking forward to talking about this topic. Uh, So I am a married to Maggie, and I am a father of three children, Sam, and then his younger siblings, Ben and Holly. Uh, I work in marketing communications for Unity Point Health. And uh, so in addition to uh, the challenges that we as a family have faced uh, with uh, kids uh, having online learning and and, uh, different school environments, um, I have worked from home uh, since March, uh, which has had its, its upsides and, and its downsides. Um, but then also working for a large health system um, has, uh, COVID has caused a large shift in uh, my work from uh, uh, working on uh, projects that are geared towards uh, building awarenesses of, uh, awareness of our, our services uh, for the community um, and have largely shifted towards uh, helping to keep the community safe, letting them know about uh, um, safety uh, related to COVID, uh, whether that's uh, practicing it in their own homes or their communities or whether uh, they need to come in and get the care they need uh, still. Um, and then also just working a lot of internal communications, uh, whether that be uh, personal protective equipment or vaccines. Um, So uh, a lot of communications around that. Okay, great, thank you. Um, And so the thing, I'm gonna review this is, we're gonna try and talk about stimulus packages today and try just try and unpack that a little bit. Um, But as you might know, the second round of stimulus checks are being sent out as we speak. This includes payments of up to $600 per person, just half as much as the 1200 that was sent out during the first wave. Um, so just um, according to CNN, here's just a couple of the um, numbers for this. Um, uh, 
this is a this was a nine hundred dollar nine hundred million billion dollar bill um, that includes enhanced employment benefits, direct cash payments, and eviction protection. So correct me if I'm wrong. We uh, qualified for stimulus checks, right? Yes, there was a deposit uh, just yesterday. All right. So to start off, I would like to talk about um, first topic I came up with is should we give money to everyone or just the people who need it? Well, I guess um, I really like the idea that people in the government are trying to put together something to help people. Um, I think that is really important to notice that people did that. Um, I don't know a lot about economics, but um, obviously, you know, I do know what it's like to try to make ends meet with a family and to um, be part of the middle class. And um, I was happy to know that the government was trying to put together um, money or a bill to help us to help people. But I, um, what jumps into my mind first when I hear about this is that it's great. It's very exciting that um, there would be some relief to people uh, because people have a range of needs and things that are difficult for them. But I would um, think that it would be very hard to determine who has the most need and who has the needs and what amount that would be. So um, for me, you know, if I had to answer quickly, I would say, you know, that it's probably difficult to determine exactly who deserves money and who doesn't. So probably I would have to err on the side of just giving it to everybody. But um, I, again, I don't have the background in economics or government, but um, I would think that it would be difficult for to put people through a process, um, looking at their income or their taxes or their needs, um, deciding who should get it and who should not. I think that would be a difficult process to administer and be a part of, and it might cause some people to be dishonest or um, just very difficult to track down. It would take a long time to figure that out and people need the help now. It's actually been a long time coming. It's been a lot of months and a lot of economic stress. So I know people really need the money sooner than later. I think that's a good point you make there because, I mean, even though we don't really want the money going wasted and we don't like the idea of um, people just writing off this check, it's it can be very hard to tell um, a person's situation just by their income or um, their housing situation. It's, a there's a lot of smaller details or things that you may not see just by the numbers, um, and the statistics in someone's life. Cause you never know what can be going on with them. Like, because mm -hmm. um, a lot of things revolve around money and, but just as well, there's always something else going on probably most likely. So. Yeah. It seems like it'd be a very individualized thing by person and family. And it seems like it'd be hard to put a formula to that from the government, like for the government to have a formula to figure out, oh, you should get it and you don't. And what if the people who don't get it just 
what if they make a hundred dollars less? Well, how is that really, you know, where do you really draw the line with things with individuals? And hopefully if everybody got it, everybody would spend the money and all that money would go back into the economy somehow, some way, and maybe stimulate the economy that way. Yeah. Okay. I, I tend to feel like the relief should be more targeted. I, I think that there one way that, that you can determine who has uh, a need are, are people that have applied for unemployment benefits. And, and there are ways to verify that these people uh, either were unemployed and are now unemployed. Um, <clears throat> and they, they can be sent uh, in addition to uh, uh, regular um, unemployment funding. They, they can get um, the stimulus money on top of that, uh, because I don't think unemployment funds by themselves uh, are are something that somebody can live on. And, and we have so many people that, uh, um, due to the pandemic, are are not able to work their normal jobs. And I and I don't think it's it's would ever be a perfect system. There are certainly uh, uh, people that. Uh, might be able to return to the workforce that choose not to uh, because they're off, we're offering or, or the government is offering uh, additional um, assistance. Um, and there may be people that uh, um, had a small job. Uh, maybe they, they uh, um, yeah, I think we, we, as a family, had heard stories of a friend that had an older sibling that lived at home uh, that worked at a movie theater. And that, that person was out of a job but uh, uh, due to stimulus funds, uh, they were all of a sudden making more than they ever did at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. But I, in large part, it, I, I think it does greater good uh, for um, a, a lot of people, uh, the majority of people who, who want to work, um, that, that are out of work uh, um, in these kind of uh, frontline jobs uh, that, that aren't available right now. Mm. Well, what you say makes a lot of sense. And I just um, like one of my main thought is like if we try and figure out who does and who doesn't, I feel like a lot of people like people could get left out or left behind. And that's definitely what we don't want right now is to leave people in need who are. And uh, everyone deserves a little bit of help. You know, one, one thing I, I would like to add, though, is, is something that we didn't explore too much is, is that idea of, well, if you give checks to everyone, um, including higher income earners or those that are still working and, and haven't seen uh, a reduction in their income, um, I think the expectation is that they will then spend it and that will provide assistance to others mm -hmm. because uh, it'll get the economy moving uh, by, by buying things or, or um, meals or, or other things. Um, and I would like to learn more about that. I'd like to know, uh, do people that don't need the stimulus, do, do they truly go right out and spend it or, or do they hold on to it? Do they save it? And then do we, do we not see that economic activity from that group? All right. Well, great. Um, so next going off that is, um, I also wanted to talk about what is what do you think the right amount of money in a stimulus check would be? Because um, according to CNBC, 
the most direct payment or the most recent one was $600 per person who are under the income limit, which is uh, individuals earning $87,000 a year and couples um, earning $174,000 a year. I think it would be really hard to figure out the, the amount. And in fact, I, I don't know how they come up with $600. I, do you know, like how they came up with that amount? I, I don't, I don't, um, I, I just, $600 doesn't sound like a lot of money. When, yeah. When you start, one time, $600 so, one time. I mean, so in, in the spring it was double that, correct. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and so you start thinking about like, well, what, what is rent costs for a lot of people? And some of these expenses the they're, they're facing, um, it, it doesn't sound like a lot, whether they're out of work or whether they're, um, have jobs that, um, now aren't, aren't helping them make ends meet it. $600 just doesn't sound like a lot of yeah. money, especially when you don't know when or if another one is going to be coming. Um, yeah, that wouldn't even cover rent. Yeah, I, it's definitely not a way that um, it's definitely not enough money that someone can just, you know, live off of paper. It doesn't necessarily even pay for everything because mm -hmm. it's a lot of expenses. And especially now, it's a lot more increased risk. I wish there was more information from the government, how they came up with their amount, because and maybe there was that somewhere and I just didn't read it, but to the average person, and I do watch a fair share of news, you know, to try to be informed. I don't feel like I really um, held our government officials accountable as to knowing, well, where did this number come from? Yeah. Thank you for thinking of helping us, but yeah, $600 doesn't even cover most people's rent or grocery bills for a month. So what do they intend on that money really helping us with? Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm grateful for, for that amount. But then I hear the president throwing an amount. Oh, let's give everybody $2,000. Yeah, that's that... that's the other thing I had in here. Okay. But dad just shared with me. Yeah. I would keep elaborating on that maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, I just thought, well, he threw that number out there. Give everybody $2,000. I'm like, well, where did that come from? Like, I guess as a citizen, probably for me to appreciate it more or understand it more, um, I guess informing us more and having it, I don't know, maybe when there's a handout of money, maybe there's a requirement of us on the other end where, where we're maybe required to understand like where it's coming from, what it's for, and maybe having to give back a bit and volunteer or, I mean, that would be kind of hard, I guess, during a pandemic, but I do have some ideas about that in the education field. If so many people are out of work, maybe they could do some volunteer time um, helping out, you know, some of the fields that have gotten so busy during the pandemic, such as in schools or um, in grocery stores, like maybe people that are not able to work their other jobs, maybe it's possible that they could be putting in some time volunteering with of course a negative COVID test, but being involved in helping out some of these fields that have been extremely burdened by the demands of the pandemic. And maybe that would, um, could be a way that they give back, um, along with 
you know, not just being home, sitting at home. But that could be another topic for another discussion. But 600, I don't know. It's great. I'm, I'm thankful. But at the same time, I'm wondering, well, is that really going to help a, you know, a family? It's really struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, without further ado, uh, moving on. Um, do you think that we are digging ourselves into more and more debt? by spending all of this money because um, I think I think that it may be acceptable because I mean like for the time being like keeping the um, this country's based around the people and uh, I think like you need to keep everyone safe and I feel like that's that's the number one priority and I feel like the government does see that as that uh, like even though, um, according to the government um, website, we are technically um, twenty point three million trillion dollars in debt right now. But um, I feel like the the health of the people is what is important here. Definitely, I agree with you. Like, yes, it's a huge number that we already have, and are we ever really going to pay that amount off? And I agree with Sam, like it's such a priority right now to help people that it's just something that we have to do. Yeah. I think it's something we have to do as well. And I know that that gigantic number affects our borrowing and our interest rates. But I, I think if, if we don't work to take care of our people and then also try to maintain uh, a level of economic activity that we could do more long-term damage. So, so if, if so many people are work, out of work and, and businesses collapse, um, the, the, the long-term damage could be worse. Um, and, and so you, you want to maintain a certain level of activity that, you know, coming out of COVID that uh, we're ready for a quicker rebound, I think. And there's more revenue generating activity that helps to uh, lessen that debt. That's a really good point. Yeah. So, I mean, some people can argue that spending $3.5 trillion on COVID is um, not helping us at all. But, I mean, I, I think, in my opinion, we just need to see, um, like, what's important. And we also kind of need to look to the future, um, just like you said. I mean, that's also important. I mean... We need we we want to have a plan going ahead because that's one of the things we lacked um, going into this, right? I mean, we didn't really have much of a we didn't really have anything mm-hmm. that would uh that kept us prepared for this, and uh, yeah, so that was probably one of the biggest mistakes we made. And so looking to the future is definitely something that uh, we could definitely learn from our mistakes before and uh, plan for that going ahead. Um, so we kind of already touched on this a little bit, but um, just another thing. Um, do you think that stimulus checks feed the habits of lazy people or unemployed people who aren't working to get back in the workforce? Because um, another thing I researched is uh, an additional payment of $300 per week until March 14th, according to the government, um, is going to people who are just unemployed and are just not working at all. Uh, so... Yeah, that's that is a lot of 
money. I don't know. I guess that's just my first instinct. Yeah, that's an that's another fifty percent that... added, right? I know that's not, I mean, you can't live a lavish lifestyle on that amount, but I personally know several stories of people just choosing to live off unemployment right now, this extra money that's coming during this time. And they are, they could have gone back to their jobs and they didn't because the unemployment benefits and the fear of maybe getting sick if they did go back to their job or the chance of them getting sick it's best just to stay home and to um get that get that extra unemployment money and live off of that so mm -hmm. i just i don't know i don't claim to know all the uh, that there is to know about unemployment and i don't want to judge people that need it or get it I just, um, I've always been kind of a strong believer in that if you are going to get unemployment or some kind of a handout that you should have to be giving something back. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that it, I, that there can be a potential there of people who are, you know, getting a handout to, to not want to, if they can live off that amount that they might not want to go back to a job, maybe they mm -hmm. didn't like so much or yeah. didn't like the risk that was involved. So yeah. I don't know. I don't claim to be in, completely informed about it, but I just, I'm leery of that comment you made, Sam, that, that there could be a potential there for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but there the, might be a lot of people that, that don't abuse it. Yeah, definitely. And that, that truly need it. Um, I, so I, I went to a Mexican restaurant tonight to pick up carry out and the restaurant I've been to many times before. And, and it, you know, typically it's, it's full of people. And tonight there was a hostess and, uh, um, there were maybe three people, three groups sitting in the restaurant. Um, and one looked like one server and maybe a couple of people working in the kitchen. And so you had a staff of maybe five or six maybe working in the restaurant where you might have 15 to 20 working typically. Mm -hmm. So it just crossed my mind is okay. Here is a business where there are people that aren't working and, and, you know, yes, we know people in our circles, like where, where, Oh, this is nice. I don't have to work. I can just collect this money. But I, I don't know. I saw that restaurant. I thought, well, there, there are definitely people that are out of work here because mm -hmm. business is slow and they're doing primarily carry out. And I think, well, these people probably could genuinely use that extra money on top of unemployment because unemployment doesn't cover your normal salary. Mm -hmm. And think about people that work off of tips primarily. How, do, how does that work when you get unemployment? Mm -hmm. So I just think I, I, we need to be careful, like, you know, listening to anecdotes about people who are happy about Oh, I don't have to work because I'm getting this benefit. I think that, again, largely the payments are going to benefit people who need it. Sure, certainly there's going to be people that don't need it to get it. But do we know that that's like largely people that need it benefit from it, and there's a small amount that abuse it? Do we know those facts? Uh, I don't know those facts. We, we we have to dig deeper into that. Yeah. Well, that'd be something to further research, I guess. Yeah. Well, there is 
there is a sign that it's better than it um, was before because the unemployment is at 6.7. And obviously that's not great because it was 3.8% before COVID. Um, but at the height, it was 14.4. And so, I mean, that is improvement and it is getting shaved down, you know? And yeah. so, I mean, I think we are, we are going places and, you I know, think we're making progress. To live with it a little bit. We, 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 you know, in, in the spring, we had complete shutdowns of places. Mm -hmm. And now we have businesses opened at certain capacities. Um, and I think that aids the unemployment rate. Yeah. And so one last piece of mind, um, or one last uh, little thing, I want to pick your brains here to see what you guys are thinking of. Um, what are some ways the federal government can promote, uh, can promote economic stability and uh, recovery? I wish I knew more about economics. I um, I just don't know. Probably um, taking care of things with the um, with the like testing and just like making it safer for people to go back to work and go back into schools and back into restaurants and stores. Like knowing if you have it or not, so we don't have to worry about it. To so people can get back to more of their activities. Yeah, I agree with that. Anything we can do to limit the transmission, you know, testing so people know when they have it so they don't go out and spread it or wearing masks, ma mandating masks, mandating ma masks. masks. Yes. <laughs> masks don't shut down businesses. Masks encourage business because they allow us to go places and do things. Yes. And, mm -hmm. Tell so, everybody to wear one. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Um, other things that encourage economic activity during this time, I, I, I think, uh, I think loans for small businesses, uh, uh, to be able to stay open and innovate during these times are, are a good thing as well, because they're, they're in a big, uh, employment driver during these times. I fully agree. I mean, either if it's directly or indirectly like, uh, masks help everyone, um, that includes that, like, um, from a societal standpoint. Or an economic standpoint, because, I mean, sometimes it's easy to see what's right in front of you. It's like, this is only for, so I don't spread the virus. I mean, but as you guys have just said, I mean, it helps so many other things just by wearing it. I mean, mm -hmm. and I mean, it, it's it's not definitely not our favorite thing, but it's yeah, it's, it's it. what we have to do. Right. right? We do it it's to protect we have to each do. other. So, uh, yeah. So, also, uh, maybe just... Last quick thing is maybe forgivable, uh, forgivable loans for small businesses. Um, I mean, first on March 27th, 2020, um, there was a $376 billion, um, uh, um, package, um, for American workers and small businesses. Um, that's via us small business association. And, uh, so, but, the president just signed a $284 billion uh, this Sunday through the CARES Act um, via NBC News um, um, for the same reason. And so I think we are continuing to uh, get better. And I look forward to seeing uh, um, how we do. And hopefully we can get back to normal as soon as possible. Yeah. Thank you for asking Amen. all these questions to us, Sam. And and asking our insights and we um we certainly are hopeful that the pandemic uh, gets better mostly for people to not 
not be dying from it and to be able to get back to their lives. And we thank you for including us in your assignment. Yeah. Thanks for having us. It was fun. Yep. All right. Uh, that concludes my fall 2021 government podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs>